0: Hello, welcome to Feed, Play, Love, the bite-sized podcast for parents. I'm Siobhan Hunt. This is a show all about parenting. I speak to experts and carers about everything from fussy eating, toddler behavior, sleep and more. Just how much have you heard about the National Disability Insurance Scheme or NDIS? There's been a lot of talk about how difficult it is to navigate and how some families are missing out. Today, however, we have a story about what happens when it works. Thanks to some updates to the NDIS, such as more initial funding for First Plans, one family has found the support almost overwhelming. Kat Hurrell is a mum of two, a toddler and a six-month-old. When her youngest, Heath, was born, it was discovered he had significant hearing loss. Hi, Kat. How are you? I'm well, thank you. How are you? Good, thank you. When was Heath's hearing loss first picked up?
1: Well, we were very uh, surprised and blessed at how quickly the process all started. Um, thanks to the Swish program initially in the hospital when he was two days old, he was um, they, he did the under um, sorry, it's the newborn screening test it was called, and he was discovered that um, there may have been an issue. So we did a repeat screen test a couple of days later, and when that came back um he he needed to go off uh, for some diagnostic tests at John Hunter Hospital. And that was all done within a couple of weeks. And he was diagnosed straight away uh, with, uh, by the audiologist there with uh, sensory neural hearing loss. And it's uh, mild to moderate, which um, is quite significant. Uh, and it means that he needed to have little hearing aids put in. So and he's
0: had that seven weeks old. Wow. Can you tell me, let's go back to when you were told about his hearing loss, you say they said it was mild to moderate, but that is significant. How was it described to you, um, the actual hearing loss, like the significance of it? Was it put into layman terms? Like, did you get a sense of how, um, what an impact it would have on Heath's life?
1: Uh, well, basically, um, without this, um, you know, with all the help and the support that we've had to have it being diagnosed so early, um, we've been given the opportunity now to get straight onto early intervention, which means that without that um, initial diagnosis this early, it could have gone, you know, sometimes till three years old where before it's discovered and their speech and language is lagging behind and parents often think, well, you know, <laughs> something might be wrong and then they discover it then and by that stage, it's irreparable damage to their speech and language. And you
0: say, we, we had a little chat before, but you mentioned that the support you got, you almost got so much support, it was a little bit overwhelming. Um, did okay. that ally your fears when you were, did that ally your fears when you were hearing about, when you found out about his hearing loss?
1: Well, it, was, it helped me so much because I, initially I was just, Unbelievably devastated, as you can imagine. My little boy, they, you know, when they first say, you know, mild to moderate, that sort of language, as you said, it just meant nothing to me at the time. I didn't understand how bad it was until they really explained. Look, he's without his hearing aids, he's going to be massively impaired for the rest of his life. He needs these hearing aids. He needs it to develop speech and language, and with that support in place from NDIS, from early intervention from Life Start, which they sort of, they do home visits and come and help, you know, explain how everything works. It, as, yeah, as I said, it was just almost overwhelming, but in such a good way because I thought, wow, you know, I went from being so emotional and thinking, where do I go from here to, you know, how are we so lucky in this country that we have almost too much support? <laughs>
0: <laughs> and so when when you talk about the support they gave you, it was it was about explaining Heath's condition but also about explaining how you could get further help. Is that how it worked?
1: Absolutely. So they uh, they explained, you know, we had social workers from the baby clinic at the hospital that they, their job was sort of, you know, many home visits and explained um, the severity of his loss and the next steps to take basically because there were so many questions that I had and, you know, just, you know, it's hard to sort of know where to turn to have the answers. And she was amazing. And she put me onto all these other support networks. And they basically explain, you know, every step to go f- from here. And it was a ridiculously easy progress. I just thought, our uh, process, sorry, I just felt very blessed that we were able to have so many support agencies.
0: And without those people guiding you through from LifeSpace, do you think the confusing thing would have been? what help you needed to find. You often hear about people who need support for their child, but there being so many different services out there, they're not sure which are the right ones.
1: Absolutely. Uh, well, there's, there are so many different support agencies in place for early intervention, and um, we personally decided to go with the Shepherd Centre, who has just been our saving grace. I mean, there are so many other wonderful avenues to go through, but after hearing what everyone... Does and, you know, what was going to be right for our family individually, we decided to go with the Shepherd Centre and it's been the absolute best thing we could have ever done for him. We're just so, so happy there and he just get so much support and ongoing testing and all sorts of things and it's just going to really, really help him, you know, get ready, school readiness when he's a bit older. And,
0: and so does just, the NDIS provide that support all the way through to schooling and beyond?
1: they do it's it's assessed every year, so we were absolutely gobsmacked at how quickly all that funding was put in place through the NDIs uh, they were incredible they got straight onto it it was before he was he was born October thirty so late in the year and before Christmas he had that funding in place ready for him, so he was immediately able to start at the Shepherd Center straight away everything was just so quick and easy for us, we were just so so lucky. Oh, that's impressive. And
0: have there been any practical changes within your family?
1: Uh, well, not so much. I mean, uh, it, because it was picked up so early, it was very, very quickly our normal. And um, as far as, you know, with my toddler and everything, it, you know, she, the, because it wasn't something that happened later, this was just her brother, this is how he is, he's got his hearing aids, this is how we help him, this is what he needs. And she just, even at two and a half, very, very quickly, became her normal to have her brother that has little hearing aids in. and as far as um, you know, I'm very blessed that I'm able to have the time with him now to be able to take him to all his appointments, and it just, I think because we, we picked up on it so so early, it wasn't a huge, huge, dramatic you know change in our life with our baby. It was just. Well, He's our beautiful boy. This is what we're doing for him. This is our normal now.
0: And so how do you feel about the future now for Heath, having gone through that initial bumpy start and he's now almost six months old? How do you feel about the future?
1: Oh, so much better. I think uh, being so lucky that we do have all these people guiding us through and, um, you know, there's lots of different other ones that we're going through. We're getting a support teacher from the Department of Education and, Lots of extra little bits and pieces that have just made it you know the future looks so bright for him now. we're just so so grateful that he's going to have all this help every step of the way through his schooling as well there's and I'm a teacher as well, so I think that that was always a bit of a concern about how he was going to close at school, and everything's just put in place for him now that the future's looking bright as anything for him,
0: yeah, well, it's a very good story. I'm really happy that you could. Tell it. Kat, thanks for speaking with us today. Absolutely, you're welcome. That's Kat harold Kat and her family have been ac- accessing early intervention support at the Shepherd Centre, a charity helping deaf children learn to speak. You can find out more information about the centre in the notes of this episode. In the next episode of Feed Play Love, we'll be back with Helpline and our resident Mothercraft expert, Chris Minogue, answering all your parenting questions.
1: So it, it, there's many different ways of doing it, but if I would just stick to the basics, listening, going in when it's an active cry, helping him to settle. The other thing that I think doesn't get across is that it takes between five minutes and fifteen minutes to settle a baby. So it's not a two-minute thing, and it's not a one-minute thing. It's it's a distance thing, yep. <laughs> and it's that consistency. And and I think if you stick at it, you will pay. It will pay off, and in a month's time, you'll be in a better place.
0: If you want to ask Chris your questions, you can email them to us directly. The email is helpline at the Feed Play Love is produced by Elise Cooper, written and hosted by me, Siobhan Hunt.